Broadcasting from the 72nd floor of First Canadian Place in the heart of Toronto's financial district, this is Hashtag Finance, the podcast that profiles innovative entrepreneurs and thought leaders operating in the public markets. Presented to you by the CSE, the exchange for entrepreneurs. Welcome to another edition of Hashtag Finance. I'm your host, Barrington Miller, and today we're atop the 72nd floor of First Canadian Place. We are here with the Alliance, that is the CSE, MNP, and Airden Burles. I have Glenn Frazier and Sherry Altschuler, and we're going to talk a little bit about MJ Biz 2019. Glenn, Sherry, welcome to the CSE. Thanks for having us, Barrington. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks, Barrington. Going into MJ Biz last year, um, what were your expectations and were they met? You know, MJ Biz in, in Las Vegas has always been the preeminent conference for the industry to go to. It's the who's who of the cannabis sector, and it's very well attended, and we expect the same this year. What about you, Glenn? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we've been we've been uh, attending the conference for a number of years now, and, um, you know, with a lot of the ac- activity that would have been in the marketplace last year um, leading up to the conference, um, we would have uh, had good expectations or high expectations for the conference. Uh, and certainly those were met uh, for sure. It was, it was a well-run event and um, I think we had a, uh, the Alliance, um, which kicked off last year, um, had a, a great uh, first start at the conference. So we had a little bit of a backstory with the CSE. We've actually been going for three years and we were with MNP. Um, it wasn't planned. I think it was me and Maroof. And we started walking around together, talking to different companies and different booths and people started asking me accounting questions and I would just refer to Maroof and the same about going public. And we sort of, a light bulb went off and we started rolling with it from there. And then last year it just completely took off. Uh, We did um, Welcome to Canada A, um, or sorry, Going Public in Canada A Mm -hmm. and uh, under under that umbrella. So and we had the great Canna Cabin. We had the yes. we had the Canna Cabin. There was maple syrup, maple syrup, lollipops. Mm-hmm. Everyone kept on asking if they're infused. That's right. <laughs> um, and I said no, but they still took a bunch anyways. Um, what were some of the takeaways that you that you had from last year, and how will you apply them to MJ Biz this year? Yeah, I, I'm happy to jump yeah. in. Yeah. You, you know, corporate lawyers can be notoriously bad for not leaving their offices. <laughs> And, you know, we, we like our desks and our and our coffee and we tend to stay there. And what I learned very on and early on in the sector, and I think that as a firm, we recognized it very early on, was that you really needed to get out behind your desk from behind your desk and, and get to know the sector and get to know the businesses in the sector to truly understand and appreciate it. I can read and digest regulations really well, but you really don't get a flavor of the sector and and the touch points, uh, unless you're out there and you're connecting with people. Right. Yeah, and I, you know, I think I think that's an excellent point, and and we'd be sort of the same. Uh, you know, we really need to get out there as well too. I mean, I mean, certainly for me, it was um, especially at our booth, it was overwhelming at times. There was a lot of people coming by, um, and there's just a lot of things to do. You know, for me, um, I, I think it hit home last year how many. Um, how many p- clients, how many people that we bump into on a regular basis are actually all in the city at the same point in time, right? right. So it's amazing if you want to get a meeting together, the best place to probably do it is in Las Vegas. So for us, that was a big takeaway, you know, trying to kind of coordinate or or, or herd cats for, for lack of a better term. That was a, a great opportunity for us there. And I, and I just think it's it happened so quickly. It's only a few days. You really have to prioritize your time when you're down there. 
So last year, the emphasis was on going public. Um, we've seen a maturation of the, uh, of the sector. Um, prices are going up, prices are going down. There's M&A activity. Uh, what's, what's in, this year, we're doing the passport to Canada. Um, we're sort of evolving. The alliance is evolving and growing as the sector does. Um, what's your process going to be? What's your strategy um, revolving around the maturation or evolving? Will there be a change in how you approach it? You know, I think we'll we'll probably go in with the same approach this year. Um, we recognize um, perhaps maybe some of the listings won't be um, as, um, as significant as they would have been historically, but we still see the, the sector growing um, just even outside of North America globally. And so we'll still have our eye on the U.S. and Canada um, because um, especially in Canada, uh, that's where for us, that's where things got really started. Um, but we're, we're going to be looking at this thing more globally. We'll be looking at what's happening outside of North America, what's happening in Europe, what's happening in South America, um, Africa. Like th those will be some of the areas that we'll be uh, paying attention to and just sort of hoping to meet and uh, see what's happening in those countries. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree, Glenn. You know, listen, we are all watching what's happening in the market and we're very sensitive to it. Institutional investment has pulled back. It's very retail focused and people are demanding results, particularly for strategic partners who came in who want to see those results. With that said, there's opportunities in the market and both of our, our, our firms see mm -hmm. those opportunities probably earlier the most because we're having those conversations now. Strategic partnerships are there as companies continue to look for sources of financing. Um, I think strategic partnerships will be very big. This continued consolidation and M&A activity, and we're going to see some distressed assets that are available for purchase, and those will allow other companies to scale who can access the capital. And those conversations will shift slightly at the conference this year. Last year, as you noted, big focus on going public. There still is some good pu go public activity, but I think that the emphasis will shift slightly. Well, um, speaking of balance sheets and financing and activity. Um, I think that 2020 is going to be the year of the balance sheet and it's either put up or shut up mm -hmm. and there will be um, consolidation. There will be an, an M&A activity. Um, what line items, this is more for MMP, but what line items are you uh, paying more attention to now um, as an accounting and audit firm? Uh, what are becoming more secondary? as far as what you look for? Yeah, so, you know, I, I think the, the obvious answer to that question is, is cash. Um, cash is going to be king, cash in is this, king in this industry for sure. And I think if, if ever there's going to be a time when that phrase um, is, is representative of, of a trend in a sector, today will be um, that day for the cannabis sector. If, if you don't have the cash to withstand or to sort of uh, make it through the marathon over the next um, several months, years, um, it's going to be quite challenging for those companies. I think also too, like a couple of things that would stand out for me is we would have seen um, cannabis companies over the um, last couple of years stockpile fixed assets, buildings, equipment. Mm -hmm. I think we'll see a lot of that. Um, we'll see some off balance sheet financing for some of those things. So we'll start to see those things disappear perhaps off the balance sheet. Okay. Um, and I think those would be good signs. Uh, once again, generating cash um, for it. And then I guess the biggest thing is ho hopefully we'll start to see some retained earnings or, or deficit declines or retained earning increases. So for us on the balance sheet, those would be things that we'd be looking at. Line items just don't have to apply to accounting. Um, when companies are coming to you uh, that want to go public or are exploring the process, 
Is there a different sort of template that you're seeing now, or is there something that you're looking for? Is there anything coming in from Aaron and Burles that is either red flags or green flags, more so this year, going into 2020 versus last year and the year before? Yeah, it's always been part of the listing process that you look at CapEx because you have to satisfy certain working capital requirements once you go li get listed for 12 months. And this is a really sensitive time right now in the market. Uh, and there's a huge focus on CapEx. And you saw that with some of the Q3 announcements that came out where certain companies are refocusing some of their initiatives and their intention in order to preserve cash. And, and I think that that's going to, to continue in this current market environment. Um, and the, hand in hand with that is the preserving of cash and, and being mindful of CapEx, but also looking at growth opportunities because you need those growth opportunities in the market Investors want to see those stories and you need to be thinking ahead to what those stories are going to be and how you're going to be able to execute upon those growth stories. If you're a Canadian LP, most of Canadian LPs are looking to those growth stories and a lot of it involves international plays or cannabis 2.0 products. Speak that leads right into the next question, cannabis <laughs> 2.0. Um, what is it and how does it apply to your organizations? Well, you know, for us, uh, Cannabis 2.0 is is really when we kind of go back to 2013, 2014, when we started the marketplace, that was the mindset that we sort of approached the market in. Um, we, we got involved early on, mainly because of our um, presence and our eminence in the food and beverage sector. So um, and just that whole component of value added um, manufactured goods. So I think, you know, Cannabis 2.0 for us in Canada is definitely going to be about the, the next wave of, of what we would say value added manufactured goods. And I think that there's, um, uh, there's, there's a, a great opportunity in Canada to kind of expand that. And for us, we're really excited about that opportunity when you see the convergence of, you know, maybe in a broader sense, the consumer packaged goods industry um, with the cannabis industry kind of coming together and producing some of the products that we'll be seeing on the shelves over the next 12 months. Yeah, if you look at the market as a whole, it, it's probably a U.S. $41 billion market. And of that $41 billion, 17% is adjustables. That's edibles. Uh, That's and what we're going to talk to, like CBD, uh, hemp, um, edibles, which just came into, uh, came into legislation recently in Canada. Absolutely. And so... Uh, Companies are entering into strategic relationships and partnerships with people that have brand building uh, experience. And we see that uh, a lot of that, those relationships coming from, from the US and opportunities that we'll continue to see over the next 12 months and strategic partnerships as companies continue to build out edibles, topicals and extracts. Well, speaking of opportunities, uh, and we touched on it earlier, going international, um, everyone's asking us, are listings down? Are you seeing less applicants? And the short answer is no. We're seeing less. We're seeing the same amount of inquiries coming from the United States. The same amount of tire kicking. It's just that the uh, the listed MSOs are taking them out and acquiring them, and we're seeing more M and A activity, like you mentioned earlier. Um, mm -hmm. But we're also getting a lot more interest from South America, from the Caribbean, from Africa. We listed our first German uh, company in September. So the actual number of listings are staying the same. It's just the, the, uh, the origin of where they're coming from has changed slightly. And I think the passport to Canada will, will reflect that. Mm -hmm. um, Listen, in, in, until the U.S. changes their position and, and allows for U.S. listings, 
uh, Canada will continue to be the, the, the avenue through which companies will access capital markets, which is great. If you look at the top companies that are listed on the CSE, mm-hmm. those are US MSOs or people that are companies that have US reach. And we see that and, and, and you see Canadian companies looking to capitalize on that and get a toehold in those sectors by structuring deals around regulations so that they can be ready uh, either in the cannabis sector or as, as, as an initial step, focusing on hemp CBD. So both organizations, actually all of our organizations have partners who are located internationally, whether the relationship's official or unofficial. Uh, I know we have one part of the Alliance MGO, a little shout out. Um, what are you hearing from your international partners as far as uh, things to look for in 2020, 2021, um, whether it's in their respective regions like Europe or Africa or Australia or within their, their markets? Is there anything that you're uh, able to glean from your international partners? Yeah, you know, f- from our perspective, um, you know, I, I'd say um, we're, we're starting to get a little bit of, of um, you know, grumblings that are coming in. Um, I say that on a positive sense, but um, positive the, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the challenge that we have is that that all of our firms still connect back to U.S. markets and, and, and U.S. Uh, service providers. So uh, MMP would be part of the Praxity network. Um, some of our our uh, international or sorry, our European uh, uh, partnerships um, that would be part of that alliance. Uh, is is still they're still having their challenges because of the the issues that are in the U.S. and some of our alliance members in the U.S. Um, are are hesitant or have taken a position not to enter the market. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we we would probably rely less on what we're hearing from them uh, about European markets, and we've put a lot of uh, emphasis on what our team needs to do here to sort of get connected in what's happening outside of North America. Okay. Yeah, so we've been in the sector for five years and pretty early on our practice went global right. uh, because we did the ICC go public Uruguayan cannabis, yeah. uh, recreational cannabis at a time when that was not legal here. And so that's always been a big focus of, of our practices. What opportunities were there going to be internationally? And we're seeing a lot. Uh, South America continues to be strong and people are excited about what might happen when Mexico comes up online. Uh, there's certain European markets that time will tell whether, you know, what the numbers will be in, in Germany, what Malta can do, what we can do in Portugal and elsewhere. And of course, we continue to see activity out of Australia and, uh, and Israel. Well, this is, uh, well, thank you for, for your time. Um, I know we both, we all have a lot of work to get back to. Um, are there any final thoughts or um, anything you'd like to say about the Alliance, about going to MJBiz um, or about your respective organizations? We're just very happy to be partnered with the CSE and MMP. Uh, We we just think that it's a very good partnership and and, uh, we look forward to having some great conversations when we get to Vegas. Uh, As do we. Um, Thank you again. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Sherry. Uh, Please check out their websites, mmp.ca and aaronburlis.com. Uh, www.thecse.com and if you have any questions you can reach out to us and check out hashtag finance and again I've been your host Barrington Miller thank you and have a good day we're social here at the CSE 
Each and every day will keep you up to date on trending topics that investors are talking about, such as cannabis, blockchain, and esports. Follow daily CSE news and events on your favorite social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. You'll find exclusive interviews with leading entrepreneurs from a variety of industries, thought-provoking stories from across the world of finance, and updates from CSE events taking place worldwide. Join the conversation and connect with us today.